This is the DevSecOps Days Podcast. DevSecOps Days Podcast is supported by OWASP, dedicated to enabling organizations to conceive, develop, acquire, operate, and maintain applications that can be trusted. And with support from the Sonatype Nexus platform, allowing companies to automatically control open source risk. Hi, this is Mark Miller, Editor-in-Chief and host of the DevSecOps Days podcast series. The series has surpassed the 300,000 listens mark, which verifies for us the need for this program. We make it freely available as a contribution to the DevOps and DevSecOps communities. So I thank you for your continuing support. Please subscribe to the broadcast on DevSecOpsDays.com in order to receive notice of newly published broadcasts and to leave comments on broadcasts like this. We've got DJ with us. He is the DevSecOps evangelist for CVS Health, 250,000 employees, massive project that you're working on there, DJ. Absolutely. You know, uh, it's definitely taken a lot of work to coordinate and pretty excited about the year to come. To start the year, you have a new book out. Yeah, indeed. It's, uh, <laughs> there right. you go. Finally got a print copy, but uh, pretty excited about it, actually. What's your chapter about? What do you got there? Um, the chapter is about the uh, problem with success. And uh, the whole idea of it is you know, implementing a program sort of by the seat of your pants and uh, mm -hmm. having problems along the way. You know, some of the recommendations of how not to continue that, you know, the issues and how to resolve some of the issues and things that you got to take into consideration when you're planning a DevSecOps program. It, you know, we've had over 2,000 downloads of that book already, and the print copy just went live on Amazon this week. Some of the stories in that book are pretty remarkable. I know you read everybody's story, too. Absolutely, yep. Um, you know, we had a pretty awesome time doing this. It was a quick turnaround for the book, you know, from the time we were in Singapore to uh, actually getting all the uh, information written down. Um, for eight of us to pull it off in that short of a time, you know, seven time zones, eight authors, Slack was a big help uh, coordinating all that uh, information. And then the crowdsourced um, proofreading was fantastic. I, I had never seen that before. And we got a lot of good feedback from that for sure. Um, you know, some of the comments were awesome and uh, amazing. And then some were just like, yeah, not too bad. But, uh, you know, my punctuation apparently is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was remarkable. You're right. We had about 150 volunteers who volunteered to proofread the book as we were going along. From the concept to the execution to actual publication was three months. So to herd eight cats, literally cats together, you know, that was part of the process that we weren't sure was going to work as fluidly as we wanted, but it was a remarkable process. Yeah, absolutely. You know, from uh, the tables in Singapore and uh, Chinatown where we were all having beer and just talking about this idea to actually seeing it happen is, uh, it's pretty incredible that, you know, uh, you know from the bottom of a beer glass comes uh, this kind of uh you know, technical book and just stories. And there's a lot of different things in there, um, ranging from, you know, high level uh, stories and, you know, what's happening uh, from a strategic perspective down to uh, what's happening from a technical perspective and some of the issues we're having there. So for people that would like the book, just go to devsecopsdays.com. There's a little picture of 
Chris Roberts mug down in the bottom right hand <laughs> corner. Fill that form in with your email address and you will have immediate access to the download of the book. If you like it, hard copies on Amazon now. One of the main things we want to talk about too, DJ, is you've got a new workshop series that you're working on called the DevSecOps Days or the DevSecOps Experiments. Now give us a little overview of that. Yeah, this is going to be a great uh, series of workshops. Um, we're going to do snack-sized episodes, and we're going to go from you know the ideation to the idea and uh, that work item that starts that whole flow of your DevSecOps pipeline. And we're going to take it right to the end where we're shipping a product into uh, you know a customer's hand. And all along the way, we're going to do some pretty interesting things. We're going to open source the code. We're going to uh, collaborate on the code as, as we start doing the, the experiment. And we're going to see where it takes us. And uh, the whole idea of this is to really explain some of the technical uh, issues with creating these pipelines, some of the CI CD issues, and then take a look as well at you know how these security components go into the pipeline. And then we're gonna put a race to it. We're gonna see how we can tweak it, optimize it. And again, we have no idea where this is gonna go, but uh, it's it's gonna be a pretty uh, interesting experiment that we're running. Where are you gonna, where are you gonna store the code? So people the code's can... actually gonna be on GitHub. So as the episodes get aired and we start doing uh, coding for that, uh, as the episodes go, the, the source code will be open source. So we're going to completely automate the creation of development environments, uh, clusters. Everything's going to be infrastructure and security as code. Yeah. So we'll be able to deploy and redeploy this um, as a lab or uh, you know as best practices and you know take it from there. So uh, a lot of interesting things. We're going to focus on a number of platforms. Uh, we're going to take sample container images and some applications. We're gonna put some vulnerabilities in there. Um, you know, nothing crazy, but we're gonna start detecting those with some security tools. But that I was gonna to ask too, you're building a pipeline. Name the major tools that you're gonna include in the pipeline so people know where you're going. Um, yeah, we're gonna to try to do it all with open source. And then there are some commercial products that we'll be putting in there um, just to see the difference and see the, you know, the quality and the information that we're getting out of it. Because again, you know, when we're doing this, we wanna make sure that we're monitoring, we're measuring ourselves along the way. Yeah. So I think it would be a disservice to just focus completely on open source, um, especially when you start moving this into larger enterprises and you start thinking about the tools that you either already have or tools that you were looking at acquiring to try to put those in there and see how they compare to the open source. I think that's gonna be important as well. When you're looking at this, how many episodes in the series? I know you've got a series laid out. Oh man, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting one. It, it could just go on depending on how we oh. change things. But uh, you know, I completely mind mapped and planned and, and scripted a lot of the uh, you know screenplays and, and just things like that, You know how the episodes are gonna go, at least the first few. And the mind map that I created is is massive. If I would print it out, it would be a nice A1 sheet and be really small writing. So we have a lot of different topics to cover. You know, a lot a lot of just lessons learned from you know starting from scratch and really building up these uh, these practices. It's funny when you're talking. I actually, for some reason, had a mental image of Mr. Robot. You know, the series <laughs> on Netflix. That uh, what you're going to be actually showing is real code and i think that's one of the big things yeah. about mr robot too is like a lot of stuff when you see in the movies and stuff it's just it's just bullshit it's it's not for real but yeah. mr robot you're seeing the real deal happening and i i'm excited 
that that's what you're working on right now too. You're going to actually show things that are going to be usable within the pipeline as you start rolling them out. Yep, and we're going to crowdsource a lot of the feedback. So, you know, I want people to create pull requests, uh, you know, contribute to the the code base, and and bring their knowledge in. And then, you know, we'll have this community effort around it. And I think that that's going to be important because that's going to start talking about the culture of DevSecOps. And you know, mm -hmm. if we can do this together as a community, I think it's going to be fantastic. Who's your target audience? Are you looking at beginners? Or are you looking at people that are already in the weeds? Who's your audience? We're going to probably keep it right between. And uh, the, you know, we're going to have to have a bit of technical knowledge to, to uh, take a look at it, especially from a contribution perspective. But I want to keep it at a, uh, you know, a level where when we describe what we're doing, we're describing it at a level that everybody can understand. It's really you know, a problem to actually get some of these tools in. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how do you even start? So we're yeah. going to show people how to start. You know, again, a little bit more technical than some of the talks that I've done, um, you know, where we're talking about process and pipelines and how things are working. But this is actually going to be digging into the weeds. So it's going to be showing, you know, technical security, um, which is pretty cool. I'm really excited about it, not just because it's going to be on DevSecOpsStage.com, but because I think it's lacking in the community that we need something that can act as a technical platform to say, this is what you can start from. This is how to get started. I think you're onto something. Well, the other thing too is there, there's technologies and techniques that we're gonna be putting in there that people not, might not even be aware of. And, Give me an uh, example, like what? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Chaos engineering. Let's talk to Aaron Reinhardt about that. Um, you know, some of those kind of uh, techniques we'll put in. Gosh, as we start doing things with um, uh, soft, software composition analysis and um, mm. you know, looking at some of those things. The other uh, thing that we're going to look at is compliance as code, which is going to be uh, probably towards the end of the, the pipeline. But mm. anything that you commit or you do something that doesn't comply with your um, you know, GRC or you know, the policies that you have inside of your organization, the code will actually attest that and then create an incident or you know even an exception uh, framework for you. So we're going to be doing some infrastructures or some uh, compliance as code, and we're going to actually spark up an open source uh, GRC tool and uh, take a look at that and what that means and and uh, sort of explain that out. You know, this is sort of bridging the gap between security and uh, technology, right? So. We're just trying to bring everyone together in a big happy family. <laughs> For people that don't know, what's a GRC tool? Oh, that's your governance and compliance. Uh, so that's your, you know, your risk. It's it's basically a tool where you track your policies, and then you track your incidents, uh, and then you can also track exceptions to the security um, uh, issues that you have. So, for example, take um, an open source component you might be using. Uh, it might not be um, supported anymore. You know, you might need an exception uh, so that everybody knows that this component's in, in, in place. And then that starts the conversation of what kind of compensating controls you can have. So, and then, you know, just tracking uh, all the incidents that are out there, right? So that could be uh, an attack or some kind of uh, potential breach, or, you know, maybe you're getting port scanned by someone in China. <laughs> it could be anything like that. But then the policies are basically how the organization, um, you know, lays out their uh, requirements. So, you know, password links, gosh, you know, what, what tools you can use, uh, you know, can you access these open source sites to pull things down? You know, what are the uh, requirements for software development? That kind of thing. I'm still thinking about your audience, DJ, and thinking 
you know, we haven't seen it enough. How far into the weeds are you going to go with code? How deep are you going to go on the technical aspect? Right down to the gutter. <laughs> uh, we're going to get, uh, you know, we're going to have to roll our shoulders up and really get in there. Um, you know, we're going to start the series with uh, bootstrapping an environment, uh, and that will be completely automated. We'll, uh, we'll probably cover most of it in the first episode, but, uh, you know, we might keep coming back to it as we start introducing more tools. So, you know, things are going to grow, things are going to expand, and a lot of that's hopefully going to be driven by the community. And anticipate a rollout for the first episode? I think we're looking at January 2019, second week. Um, you know, I'd love to do it sooner, but uh, you know, let's no, let's enjoy the holidays first, right? <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be enjoying the holidays behind the camera. That's <laughs> absolutely January. I'll be taking some vacation. <laughs> that's that's exciting. So we're looking for the anticipated rollout in mid-January. You've got your new book out. I'm going to see you at RSA in March because we're doing our DevSecOps days uh, and hopefully other events around the country because I always love to hear what you're talking about. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Mark. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. So if you'd like to see DJ's series, go to DevSecOpsDays.com. Just register down in the bottom right-hand corner. You get his free book there. Plus, it'll put you on the notification list when his new sessions are going to be coming out. And we look forward to seeing everybody coming up in 2019. DJ, as always, thank you. Stay warm in Denver. <laughs> it's actually pretty cold, but uh, no snow here, but lots of good powder in the mountains. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Thanks, Mark. This is the DevSecOps Days podcast. DevSecOps Days podcast is supported by OWASP dedicated to enabling organizations to conceive, develop, acquire, operate, and maintain applications that can be trusted. And with support from the Sonatype Nexus platform, allowing companies to automatically control open source risk. <laughs>